welcome to another episode of the Two Shots Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Garcia, and today we're going to be joined by our special guest and our, our friend here. We're going to be joined by Vicky Vicks. Uh, she's also a writer for Project Spurs, and it's been a long time. Vicky, welcome back. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing well. Doing really well. Survived the winter storm and all that stuff, so glad to be here. Well, we're glad to have you here, and we're going to be talking San Antonio Spurs basketball. And what we're going to be discussing is one Luka Samanich who has really just set Spurs Twitter on fire as of late. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Luka has looked really good. He's looked so good, in fact, that there's been discussions uh, over on Spurs Twitter whether we should even bother bringing Rudy Gay back. And I'm like, well, we're going to get into that, <laughs> you know, but yeah. let me ask you, what have you thought about the play of Luka Simonich as of late? I mean, he's looked really good. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. He's looked great. Um, I'll admit I was a little bit on the skeptical side at the beginning. You weren't um, on the Luka train? I wasn't. I wasn't. Not completely. I I just start out anytime, you know, the Spurs get a new prospect, um, you know, hesitant because you never know what could happen. Um, if he's going to fit in with the team, if the chemistry fits well. Um, and I mean, in the defense of everyone who's kind of been down on him, the first few games he played weren't anything spectacular, nothing, you know, to write home about. But I will admit that after this stint that he's had going back to the G League, um, you know, he's just blown up and he's been that dependable figure that I think that team can depend on. And I really think that helped boost his confidence coming back into these last few games that he's played here with the San Antonio Spurs. Um, and he was incredible in their last game with the Knicks. I mean, you know, he definitely is, uh, yeah, he's, he's going to be something really great. So, I mean, I'm excited about him. I think he's, yeah, he's got a lot of talent. <laughs> he, I'll, I'll just say that he's got a lot of talent. Yeah. He's, he's got a lot of talent. I agree, you know, and, and the thing is with, with Luca is that there were a lot of people who discounted Luca early on. They said Luca was going to be a bust. Uh, I'm not going to name names. I'm not like that. I know our good friend Ty Yeager. He's got receipts. I'm sure he'll post it sooner or later. But I thought it was really funny, you know, because you had half of Spurs Twitter divided. You had one half that was Team Luca. The other half was absolutely like you know we 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 think that he's going to be a bust already and i'm like it's too early to say that the kid is just starting to really you know learn the system you know and now we're starting to see the fruits of the labor everybody again in the beginning of the season discounted him you know hey you know luca looks like he's a bust look you know i'm all for team luca you know i understand you know the hype around luca he looks great on the defensive end there's still a lot of things that he needs to learn, you know, add different aspects uh, to his game, you know, and, and yep, being definitely. in the G League certainly helped that. Is he yep. ready right now to come out and just take over one Rudy Gay's minutes? I don't think he is yet. <laughs> you know, I think there's still, you know, some time for him to grow before we can get to that. But he really is showing that what he was what he was doing from the beginning of the season to now, it's night and day. You can see that there really is a growth there. His confidence is building. He's looking like a a really good, you know, piece that's going to develop. Let's put it like right. that. So I, I've been Team Luca. I've been telling everybody to stop, you know, 
bad mouthing the kid and give him a shot. Be patient. And, and <laughs> that's everybody's kind of eating crow right now. So, yeah, definitely. That's what I we've agree. been saying all along. Be patient with Luca. Luca's looking good. And his stroke, I got to say, his stroke, his release, especially from Beyond the Arc, it's looking yeah. really good. This kid looks like he's going to be a special type of shooter. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, definitely. Um, he's got a really nice form. Um, and also his build is really unique because he almost looks like a small forward and he plays agile like a small forward, but he, you know, is comfortable in the power forward position and is able to use his height and his, um, you know, his, yeah, his height, his length to be able to, you know, perform well on the boards. Um, so I do think he's a really unique player. Uh, I agree with you 100% though, that, you know, it's too soon to take away, uh, Rudy Gay's minutes and give them all to Luca. I love his progress so far, but he's got to earn his stripes and go through the same process that all the other young guys have gone through. Um, and I think he's off to a good start. Look, we have a, a, a viewer watching us right now, uh, on Periscope, oh. James Field, and he's, I'm going to go ahead and display his comment yeah. he puts pump the brakes on Luca it's two games <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> so I mean I mean I'm excited for Luca you know you you got to yeah. be excited for the kid and that's the thing that I'm saying you know exactly I'm excited for him you know let's see what else he can do the the ceiling's high for him that's what we're saying you know ceiling is mm -hmm. high for Luca I'm excited for Luca so one of the things we're also going to talk about right now is we're going to talk about Rudy Gay because the thing was Spurs Twitter again going off after the Spurs and Knicks game. And they were saying, maybe we shouldn't even, you know, bother bringing back Rudy Gay. Let's trade Rudy Gay. He doesn't have any value. Let's just give his minutes to, to Luca. I'm like, guys, Rudy Gay, let's be honest, Rudy Gay and Patty Mills were the heart and the soul of that second unit. Well, a lot of things that Rudy Gay does well is he's a great defender, you know, especially in crunch time, Coach Pop relies on him. You know, he can match up well against some of the other bigs on the opposing team. I've even seen him hold his own against one LeBron James, you know. So I'm like, there's still value there in, in Rudy Gay. I don't I don't understand why people are so enamored with let's trade somebody to get somebody else. I'm like, I'm excited about Luka. Don't get me wrong, but I, I think Rudy Gay still has value on this team, you know, especially being with that second unit. Him and Patty together have been really great for our bench we have one of the better benches in the in the nba i mean what do you what do you have to say about rudy gay are you on the side of of spurs twitter where you want to trade him and get rid of him no no i love rudy gay um i think that he not only adds a lot to the second unit adds a lot to um the performance on the court but i think that like you mentioned he's you know one of those members those team members that has heart and soul. And also he's got the years. Like when you think about it, the Spurs are really young this year. Um, I think Rudy Gay is probably the second oldest player on the roster or somewhere up there. And he's not that old when you really get into it. I think he's 34, something like that. Um, he's got some time and they need that experience to help the young guys grow. They need role models and also, I'm not on the team of trading Rudy so much because we have an action-packed team in the Spurs the way they are right now. Yeah. There is a lot of potential and a lot of talent. And if you're going to trade for somebody else, 
you know, that's going to take away someone else's minutes who is already here and already growing. Um, I just think we can utilize Rudy still a lot more. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm not really, I'm not really on that train. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why people are hating on him so much. I think he's still got a lot to offer. So does that mean you're going to go get a Rudy J Fiesta Jersey? <laughs> Vicky's like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> Okay, let's go ahead and see some of the comments. Uh, Jimmy C. Fields, he's joining us on Twitter, and he's saying he's excited, you know, about Luca, but he says, but temper expectations and let him grow. Yeah, let's let him grow. Let's see what he can do. He's looking great right now. You know, he's off to a great start. So I'm not saying, you know, like, oh, he's he's never going to get any better. He is. He just still needs a little bit of growth, you know, but he looks great. I love I love Luca. I'm, I'm all for Luca. I'm, I'm on the Luca train. I've been on the Luca train since the beginning. Yeah. Okay, so too. let's see what else we have here. Hold on one second. I'm looking at some of the comments. I'm trying to get to you guys as fast as I can. Now we got somebody else, Gold Blooded, uh, watching us on YouTube. I'm going to go oh. ahead and display his comment. He's saying, I love Rudy Gay, but I, I think it's a gamble because of his injury. Okay. Fair, True. fair, fair, fair. Now let's see. We have another. Okay, Gold Blooded again. He says, he can be explosive but not as explosive as he used to be. He did master that mid-range jump shot, though. Rudy Gay still has some value, you know? Like, he can he can still put some points up on the board. He can play decent enough defense, like I stated in crunch time, and he's a savvy veteran. He doesn't make a lot of mistakes, you know? Same thing can be said of Patty Mills, you know? That's why we have vets in that second unit to kind of hold things down for us, keep the lead, or if we're behind, try to get us back in the game, you know? Uh, we've, we're seeing that some of these uh, younger players that we have are, are doing good when they're coming off the bench, you know, in place of some of our veterans that are, are missing right now. Oh, let's right. see what somebody else says. Kevin Torres says, hello. Hey, what's up, Kevin? Thanks for watching. He's watching from uh, Facebook. So let's go ahead and move forward a little bit and let's go ahead and recap, you know, the game that was yesterday, you know, that got everybody all hyped up about this Luca talking Rudy Gay <laughs> let's trade Rudy Gay nonsense <laughs> it was yeah. the Spurs looked really good against the New York Knicks the Spurs beat the Knicks by a final score of 119 to 93 the Knicks are one of the better teams in the east and we took the best team that that is coming out of the east into OT which we had no no business competing against the Nets the Spurs are holding their own right now in the absence of what is that? I think we're missing a total of five players and two starters. That's basically mm -hmm. the five players in that that mix are two starters in, you know, Derek White. And we were also missing uh, Keldon Johnson, which he returned to action against the Knicks in limited minutes. You know, they're, they're still bringing him back slowly, but it was nice to see him out there. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Rudy Gay return, even though he's not a starter. And I'm looking forward to seeing the return of Derek White. So there's still some pieces that we need out here on the on the court. But what did you think about the game against the Knicks? Were you impressed? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that with each game that passes, I get a little bit more confident in their play, um, which sounds weird. But like I feel a little more confident that they can just they can handle themselves. They can, um, you know, hold their own against some of these great teams. It was really What's been impressive to me last night and then also throughout this season has been that the third quarter issues that have always seemed to plague the Spurs are not really that present this season. Um, it was 
awesome that they were able to outscore the Knicks something like 36 to 21 in the third quarter. Uh, and I mean, that is to me, that shows a lot of, a lot of grit and resilience on their end. Uh, I, I just, I love seeing the young players, especially having that drive and they don't seem to get discouraged or knocked down when something doesn't go their way. Uh, so that really showed yesterday. And of course, you know, we've already talked about Luca. His contributions were amazing. But like you mentioned, Joe, like the fact that they're down, you know, four or five guys, four or five guys, and two of those are starters uh, that are going to be contributing a lot once they come back. It's very reassuring for Spurs fans. And it's kind of surprising, I guess. I thought they could do well when I saw the roster at the beginning of the year and, you know, seeing them in the bubble at the end of last season. But I think that they're definitely surpassing a lot of people's expectations, but they're still not getting the credit on a national scale. Um, So it's, it's a little bit of like, you know, it's a little bit of a frustrating thing that they're not getting that recognition, but you know, they're doing, they're doing great. And I definitely see them sticking around in a, around this spot, you know, throughout the rest of the season. Hopefully they can move up a couple of slots. Um, They're not that far behind. Of course, you know, they had those game postponed, those games that were postponed. So they're a little bit back, but they're up there. And I think they're, they're doing really well. Last night's game was just one example. Yeah. And we have a comment here from our good friend, Jimmy C. Fields. He puts this team can contend this year. He puts with the, with how deep we are, and the second half of schedule, we will need all guys. So That's I don't true. know. I mean, I don't know if I agree with that. We can contend. I agree that we're we're becoming a deeper team, you know, with this younger core coming into their own. And when we have the return of both Rudy Gay and Derek White uh, coming into the mix and the team being back to 100. And we're still going to be without LaMarcus because news just broke that he's not going to be available for the next game. Um, cause of a stomach ailment. I don't know if I'm buying that. That's all I'm saying. Maybe he got upset cause he came off the bench throwing a little fit behind the scenes. Who knows? But we'll go with that. All right. Y'all want to say he's got a stomach ailment. We'll, we'll run with that story. But you know, I, I think this team is, is showing that they're going to grow, that they're going to be, they're going to, they're going to be trouble for other teams. This is going to be a matchup that teams aren't going to want to see, especially with yeah. this younger core, younger core that we do have. They, they can spell trouble, you know, and one of the teams that is in front of us right now is the Los Angeles Clippers. We're oh. just, I uh, think, what, a game and a half, something like that behind the Clippers in the West. The irony in this would be if things stand pat, you know, and the Spurs are at five, the Clippers are at four, that could be a matchup that we see in the first round. How ironic would it be that we go up against the dreaded fake number two and Kawhi Leonard? <laughs> That would be great. I do think the Spurs could handle that. Yeah, I think know. so. I think that would be very interesting because we all yeah. know Paul George all but disappears in the big games in the playoffs, you know? So <laughs> it maybe it works to our favor. <laughs> that, yeah, that would be really interesting. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, looking at just the game that occurred yesterday against the Knicks again, I, I think the Spurs did a really decent job of playing really good defense, clamping down getting back in transition and just playing smart basketball. You know, you couldn't say that a lot, especially in this last game against the Nets. 
I think they were just gassed down the stretch in OT. You could tell that they were just tired. Uh, they did. I mean, I was really proud of them. They 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 had a valiant effort. You know, they just kind of ran out of gas because they didn't have enough bodies, and they right. were at full strength. I think the Spurs could have won that game handedly, uh, in regular time. You know, and and just you know the the first four quarters, uh, they could have won that game because of the effort that would have been put out. It wouldn't have gone into overtime. It would have been a you know a little closer. Maybe they win by five or four points, but I still mm -hmm. think they could have won. Uh, this game here, though, against the net, the Knicks, I'm sorry, just showed me that this team is very capable of yeah. being able to win games, regardless of the opponent that's in front of them. So right. this team is showing me something, Vicky. They're growing. I'm yeah. excited. I'm really it's, excited. It's great. And, you know, just a quick thing before we move on to the next one, I guess. Um, I I really think it's important to note that the Spurs have lost to the teams that are outside of playoff contention so far. Um, they've, I think, lost to everyone on the West that is not a playoff contender at this point. And that just, I mean, it goes to show that, you know, a lot of those games were close losses. They could be up there in the top two or three had they won, you know, OKC game with that terrible mistake. Uh, a couple of others where they had really bad mistakes toward the end. So I really think, yeah, like you said, they're just, they're on a different level this year. Um, and it's really interesting to watch. Yeah, we got another person watching us over here from uh, Periscope. Gregor, Gregory Castillo, I'm going to go ahead and show your, your comment here. And what he says is, any concern with the ball movement on the second unit with L.A., Rudy, Patty, all searching for their shots? And, you know, he has a point, though, because that's, that's one of the things that I think has been the Achilles heel for this team, is at times the offense gets stagnant. And when it gets stagnant, it's because the ball sticks. When you're mm -hmm. not moving the ball and you're you're not going around the horn, so to speak, to try to get in and better position to score and you're trying to force the issue, that's when they start getting into problems. They start relinquishing leads. They can't find their shot. They, they're just forcing things. They're forcing the issue. And, and that's a concern at times. I think they've been doing a better job of, of that as of late. But you can still see from time to time that it kind of rears its ugly head. Uh what do you have yeah. to say in regards to his his uh, comment there? Um, I don't think it's so much of a concern, just something that they need to grow on. Um, but I do think it is there, like you said, Joe. Uh, it's obvious. It comes up every once in a while. Um, but this team is still, for the most part, growing together, learning each other. We're, you know, seeing different um, combinations of players playing together more often. Um, so I think it's something that they can grow with. And then, of course, you know, when you think about it, those three players that he mentioned, um, you know, they're some of our vets and that's kind of them getting back into their old ways, um, you know, falling back into their their old way of playing basketball. So it's it's something that they can learn, they can grow with. But uh, I think that for the most part, it's great to see that the young core isn't doing that. They're really moving the ball well, and that's the future of the Spurs. So that's reassuring. Yeah, not only that, but they can shoot a three. You know, we have people like Luca who can shoot a three. Right. Keldon can get out and shoot a three. You know, Devin Vassil, a really good mid-range uh, shooter, and also he can shoot a three when needed as well. So, and the best thing that I like about all these young players that I just mentioned, and Luca, Keldon, and and Devin Vassil, is that they all play defense which is yeah, even right. better for us moving forward. <laughs> yeah. Let me go it's ahead. And, 
Yeah, let me display a comment here from our good friend, Wesley Perkins. He says, what's up, y'all? He goes, Luca looks strong. LMA can sit on the damn bench. Oh, my God. I already knew that he was going to say that. He's not team LaMarcus Aldridge. So that's that's Wesley for you. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and talk about some news that broke uh, before we started uh, coming on and, and talking about San Antonio Spurs basketball. That was Keldon Johnson being named to the NBA Rising Stars roster. While the game isn't going to be played, you know, this this year in the, the NBA All-Star festivities, the All-Star weekend, just him being named to the roster says a lot. You know, it says that he's on the radar and the NBA is watching what he's doing and they're impressed with his growth. What did you think? I'm thrilled for him. That's a great rec- recognition. Um, and, you know, something finally, like some sort of recognition for the Spurs uh, I, I was really happy and it's well-deserved. Um, you know, he's great. He's better than some of those others, I would say, but you know, I'm biased. I love Keldon Johnson, uh, <laughs> but I'm super happy. I was thrilled for him. And I think that it's going to be the first of many for the Spurs, because I think they've got a lot of other talented young guys that are going to be included in that going forward. Yeah. I, I think, you know, this is a good step for Keldon. You know, it says a lot about his growth, says a lot about his work ethic and what he's been able to do, you know, and this is early on in his career. So again, the ceiling is high for not only Keldon, but also for Luca. I'm excited. I know that we have a game coming up here uh, shortly. Uh, I think it's tomorrow night, I believe. Mm -hmm. And at that point, let's see what the schedule looks like. I believe we're playing. Yeah, we're playing OKC again. That's what I was thinking. Oklahoma City. Uh, they play this, the Thunder again at 8 o'clock. Uh, and then we have a big hiatus. You know, it's like spring break weekend's going to start. So yeah. <laughs> we don't have Spurs basketball until Wednesday, March the 10th, you know? Oh yeah. So, so it's like we're going to have a little lull there with no Spurs basketball. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself, but I'm going to be spending some time with the family. So that'll be fun. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? You think the Spurs are going to be able to, to best – Oklahoma City? Uh, I My gut tells me yes, because I really feel they feel they had the other game. The last one they played against them in the bag. Um, you know, just a silly mistake at the end really cost them that game. So I hope that they learn from that. And, you know, they've got a couple extra players now that they didn't during the last game. So I want to say yes. Um, I do think that they obviously are the better team. I will say the Spurs. So I want to get, I want them to get a win um, going into that break because it'll just give them, you know, a little bit of momentum going into that resting period. And then they've got to be ready to go and, you know, just come out strong for the second half because it's going to be so packed. Yeah. We also have uh, Steven Anderson, Steven Michael Anderson joining us. I want to display his comment. He says, Hey Vicky, Good to see a fellow UIW alum on the show. Yes, good to see you or hear you. (laughs) We need to get Steven back on the show. Steven's being shy. (laughs) He don't like (laughs) us no more. (laughs) I just make fun of him. I know he's busy. He's covering all sorts of stuff right now. And he's he's been covering, he's going to be covering the circle again. I'm excited about that. I'm hooked on the circle. Me and the wife like watching the circle. I don't know if you've seen it. It's on Netflix. It's a reality oh. show. 
What is that? Is it like a reality and, show? Yes, go and look it up. It's really good. You got to check it out. <laughs> you're going to get hooked. You're going to get stuck watching it. You're going to get stuck in the rabbit hole for like, oh, you're going to just binge on it. You're going to be like, oh my God, it's so good. Yes. <laughs> you got to watch that. it. You got to watch it. That's an assignment for you, maybe when you have time. Yes. Now, when the spurs are on break, I'll go through <laughs> when that. When they're on break, yes. You'll watch it with your husband, I'm telling you. Yes. Yes, I got to do that. Yeah, but I, and, and we're going to go ahead and start shutting it down here because this is going to be a short episode of the Two Shots podcast. But before we do, I've got to ask you one thing. Which San Antonio Spur player, as far as this young core that we have, which one of these players has impressed you the most this season? Oh, DeJounte Murray. I've been very impressed with DeJounte. Um, I've always had high hopes for him, you know, since the beginning but I think with the whole injury and all that, uh, it's just been sort of like, will he come back? Will he be as great as he I thought he could be from the start? Um, and then, you know, we saw it in the bubble that he, you know, he was strong. He was a great leader. But I really, this season, he's just been, he's proven that he can be that point guard that is dependable, that is, um, you know, drawing up plays. And, and, you know, I mean, he just has that maturity already. I guess, you know, he's 25, 24, something like that. Um, he should have it, but it's impressive because of the fact that he's maybe this is like his third full season he's going to be able to be playing. Um, so I'm really impressed with him. I'm excited to see where he goes because he's still young. Um, and I really like just, I mean, we've gotten to see it like three or four times, but Derek White and DeJounte Murray playing together. I just love their energy, their combination. They're both so talented and are both great point guards, but having them on the floor together just adds this whole other level of intensity that other teams can't match. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for both of them, but especially DeJounte, he's really impressed me. Yeah, I, same here. DeJounte has really impressed me. This is something that I've been waiting for for quite some time out of DeJounte. He had mm -hmm. a season where he was injured, you know, then he came back and he was still not really sure about putting all that pressure on on his knee that was just surgically repaired. Then when he, you know, started coming into his own, we hit COVID, you know, and everything came to a stop. Weird, weird situation all around for everybody having to adjust. Then you go back to the bubble play and he's starting to look good again. And then the Spurs don't make the playoffs. They go on vacation. Then they come back again. You know, he doesn't look that great in preseason play. But you know what? As soon as that first game, of the regular season started, and I was like, huh, DeJounte starting to show me something. And sure mm -hmm. enough, you're seeing the growth, you're seeing that confidence, and you just like the way he plays on both ends of the court. Not only is he a great defender, but he's also got that good mid-range game going. He's got that little floater, being aggressive, making better decisions with the ball. His court vision has improved so much. Before, I would say I would go with Derek White being the better of the two as far as a point guard. But yeah. now... DeJounte's come in, you know, into his own and he just looks so good out there. And that gap has closed. I think it's it's amazing to have both of them on the court at the same time. It, that's really our strength, I think, is these guards. We have great guards right now. And I want to see him. I want to see him back to 100. <laughs> yes, me too. Me too. I got to ask I you a question, though, Vicky. I saw that yeah. you had a San Antonio Spurs Fiesta jersey. Who's yes. what player? What did you order? What player? I actually have two now. I have um, a Kelton Johnson and Derek White. 
Um, I didn't get DeJounte, or I haven't yet, I guess, but I really think I'll probably end up getting a DeJounte Murray uh, jersey too. But right now, yes, I have Derek White and Keldon Johnson. No love to DeJounte. Well, I ordered these like way back and then I was like, yeah, I'm going to get a DeJounte eventually. And then, you know, with the way they've been distributing them, it's taken months. So I'm like, you know, maybe I'll, I'll give it a while. See if they do something even cooler next year. And <laughs> I'll get that. I'll get DeJounte. <laughs> there you go. I got to go to the Spurs shop, in fact. So I'll go and look and see what they have over there. I'll be like, look, Vicky, I found a DeJounte. For you. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> It's going to be yeah. what size XS extra small <laughs> or a youth kids. jersey. Kids. You could fit into the youth ones, I think. Yeah, I got the kids. <laughs> there you go. I knew it. <laughs> you don't even get the adult size. Give me the youth. <laughs> That's hilarious. But if you all want to go ahead and follow Vicky as we bring this show to a close, you can follow her at the Vicky Vicks. And you've seen it here on screen the whole time. So she's a great follow on Twitter. And her Twitter handle, her Twitter handle is <laughs> the Vicky, V-I-C-K-I-E, Vicks, V-I-C, V-I-X. I'm thinking V-I-C-K-S, you know, like the Vicks we rub on. Yeah. <laughs> So make sure you go and follow Vicky. She's great. She's a she was yeah. a sideline reporter. She's a writer right now for Project Spurs. And you're also uh, doing something for another outlet too. What's the other outlet? Um, it's uh, Play Playmakers Latin America. But I I haven't actually done anything with them since COVID. Um, I think yeah, they're kind of having to adjust their stuff. Oh, okay. Well, there yeah. you go. But make sure yeah. you go and check her out. Yes, definitely. Um, you know, follow everyone, Project Spurs. Everybody has um, some really cool insights. So definitely follow right. everyone on Project Spurs. And one thing that Vicky is being shy about, she's not telling you guys about the amazing <laughs> video that I just witnessed on Facebook. <laughs> if you're on Facebook and you have Vicky on Facebook, you need to go check out that video. We get to see a young Vicky. <laughs> It's hilarious. I know she's embarrassed, but it was funny. It made me laugh. This is old, 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 old. <laughs> but it's funny nonetheless. So if you're on Facebook, make sure you go and, and follow Vicky. So oh you can follow me too at Two Shots Podcast. It's all spelled out TWO, not two, but TWO, Two Shots Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. So for Vicky, I'm Joe Garcia. Thank you guys for watching and listening to another episode of the two shots podcast and like we always say spread the love stop the hate and be kind we're out peace